Welcome to the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous, Intentional Parenting, where two guys discuss and explore the challenges of parenting. They share their experiences, ideas, and perspectives as they search for ways to be better sons, husbands, and dads. Here are the hosts, Joseph Winkle and Taylor Greenhall. Joe, how are you today? I am great, Taylor. Good to see you. How are you doing today? Good to see you, too. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to talk with you a little bit more. This kind of goes along with what we talked about in our last podcast, and it really is something that I've been thinking about for the last couple months. kind of was brought to my mind again last night as I was doing some personal study and just some thoughts I'd had since we've interviewed um, our guest, Logan Reed, who does the addiction prevention counseling, and Grayson, who's in recovery uh, right now from addiction, and I just thought, thinking about my own kids and the things that they face in the world that I remember my parents saying to me when I was a kid, man, the things you have to deal with as a kid, we didn't even, weren't even a a possibility when we were kids. And I now know exactly how they feel because my kids deal with things that weren't even invented when I was their age. But I was reading last night about um, helping our kids develop a spiritual foundation in their lives. And I know that can look different to a lot of people, but I think the general idea of it is the same, uh, maybe a little bit different based on different faiths or something like that, but I still think it's an important thing to talk about. And it reminded me of an experience I had with my oldest son um, as he was, I think he was transitioning from kindergarten to first grade. So here in Utah, kindergarten is a half day and first grade is a full day. And that's a tough transition for a lot of kids to make. And my son was struggling with that, and it was affecting his ability to pay attention in, in school and, and get the work done in school that he was, that his classmates were doing. And, and he came home one day frustrated about that and how he needed reminders from his teachers to stay on task. And some of the other kids were getting stuff done in school, and he was having to work on it a little bit at home. And he was really struggling with how to, how to deal with that and, and figure out what to do. And, and for me and my wife, we, we had tried to explain everything we knew to explain to him about paying attention in school and getting, you know, asking the teacher for help if you need it. And, and he was still kind of struggling. So uh, one night as I was getting him into bed, I said to him, and we're a family that tries our best to pray together. And I uh, thought it was a perfect opportunity to teach him about his own relationship with Heavenly Father as it came, as it dealt with prayer. And I said, you know, William, I said, sometimes when I'm really struggling with something and I don't know what else to do, I just ask my Heavenly Father for help. And, and I said, that's something you could do uh, in, uh, in this circumstance. And uh, I said, I can be here with you. If you need me to help you think of words to say, I'll do that. But I want you to, I would like you to give it a try and see what happens. So um, he knelt at his bed and, and I knelt with him and he said the most simple prayer uh, it was didn't last very long, but it was direct and to the point, and he asked for help with the things uh, that he needed help with, and I think he said, please help me finish all my schoolwork tomorrow. And then he, and then he ended his prayer, and I said, okay. I said, now you have someone else that's in your corner, and, and you can remember this moment tomorrow when you're, if, you, if, you have, if, if you're having a tough day at school tomorrow. You can remember this moment and remember how you felt. So... Uh, that was big for me. I <laughs> I was asking my my son to do something that sometimes I struggled with, and that is to to have complete faith that things are going to work out. So the whole next day, I think I was having a 
uh, more of a struggle than he was probably because <laughs> I was so nervous about what the report was going to be when we got home. And um, we got home. I got home from work that day and he was already home and he comes running out to me and he says, Dad, guess what? And I said, what's that? And he said, I finished all my work at school. I, was, I think he even said he was the first one done. And I just said, all right, well, there you go. You see what happens when you have that faith. And it was, it was powerful for me, but then it also reinforced my responsibility as a parent to these kids. As we talk to these people we've interviewed in our podcast, one of the most intimidating things for me as a father is the reality of, of the world that, that my kids live in. And we talked about it a little bit in our last podcast about things that are out there that are not true things that, you know, lies that they're going to be faced with about fitting in with other kids. And you need to do this thing that's wrong in order to be considered, you know, quote unquote cool. And I just thought, man, this world is a scary, scary place. And for me, it comes down to that spiritual foundation, a base in something that is greater than oneself, that is the thing that gets anybody through an experience and I know I've relied on that a lot as a father I'm sure you have too but again this is a this is a conversation I'm anxious to have with you because uh, as far as age of our children I know you've had more parenting experience than I do so I'm anxious to learn from you about this as well well I think what comes to my mind is is what you you want to help your children establish which is their own foundation of faith yeah. and why do you want that for them because of your foundation of faith, right? Uh, like you, uh, my faith is how I face this crazy, uh, topsy turvy world, right? And and how I can go forward with excitement, even understanding the terrible things that happen, and not be afraid. Mm-hmm. My faith is the foundation of my life. For any parent who has a foundation of faith. Well, what would be more important than to help your kids establish the same because of what it has brought to your life? And that's a great story, I think, when we're teaching our kids to build a foundation of faith that comes in two parts, and you describe them, which is first, teaching them to turn to God for help, for truth, for knowledge, for assistance, and then helping them recognize how he does those things. And it was great how it worked out in your case. Um, I mean, there would be great conversations when an answer doesn't work out, right? And and that's a, I mean, that's something we as adults probably are still yeah. trying to figure out. I hear people all the time. Well, if there's a God, why would He allow these terrible things to happen? And that would be a different podcast. But uh, I would say this: I think about one of my kids, um, my oldest son Noah, and he had uh, their class had this little stuffed penguin that the kids could take home on the weekend and they would write a paper about all the things they did with the penguin and take pictures. So it'd be like, oh, this weekend we went, you know, the penguin and I jumped on the trampoline and then we did this, we did this. It was a, as a, to teach them writing and they'd present it and show the pictures. So he was excited it was his turn and he's just a really good boy. And Sunday night came around and we cannot find the penguin. It is gone. And he is... I mean, my wife was upset. He was about as upset. And like the whole class, this is what they do, and we got to get it back. And and so we were looking everywhere, and the whole family scouring. And, you know, we got seven little helpers that could have still put that penguin anywhere. And uh, I just remember, so I don't think we found it that night. 
and the week was coming on and we're getting ready for the weekend. We hadn't found it. And I just remember leaving for work that day and my wife is like, we've got to find it today because it has to be assigned to another family. My wife's super responsible. So she was feeling the pressure. I get home from work and uh, uh, first thing I'm like, did you find the penguin? And she's like, we have torn this house apart for four days. It is not in this house. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, have you prayed about it? Have we taken this to the Lord? And she's like, oh, I don't, I can't remember what she said, but I said, why don't we bring everyone in here together and we'll have a family prayer. Everyone's been helping and, and Noah, my oldest son, and he would have been, you know, very young, about, probably about eight. I said, now, do you know where the penguin is? He's like, no. I said, have you looked everywhere you can for it? Yes. And I said, is there somebody who does know where that is? Is there someone who knows everything? And he, of course, being a smart boy, said, well, Heavenly Father does. And I said, do you think Heavenly Father can help you find that penguin if he knows where it is and it's something that could be found? And he stopped for me and he said, yeah. I said, well, then why don't we have a prayer and you just ask him to help you find it. And uh, so we all knelt down around our little family room table and he said the prayer, and it wasn't much longer after amen. He, he, just, he looked up, he left, walked upstairs, and came down with the penguin. <laughs> and he had put it in a little drawer in the bathroom because he was taking a bath, and he didn't want one of his siblings to, to take it or do something with it. And he had completely forgotten, and that was uh, a little tiny drawer in our bathroom was not a place. We were looking for a, a bigger stuffed penguin. As he came downstairs, now this is a, is a, is a miracle. It's a clear miracle. And the Lord had helped him remember where he had put it. But as he came downstairs and we were all there, we had all seen this happen. And everyone had been looking for it or been asked about it or interviewed or interrogated about it. <laughs> and, uh, and we all got to witness that together. But he was the one who benefited the most because he knew he had asked and he had received. So I, I think sharing experiences, our spiritual experience with the kid is the foundation. Yeah. They know that we are people of faith and that we, we seek God in all the things in our life, in gratitude and in, 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 uh, and in need. And then when they, like, you know, as you shared and I've shared, when, when they have a need, we, we say, well, how, you know, have you asked of God? Yeah. Yeah, and those are great stories. And you mentioned something that has kind of got my antenna up a little bit, and that is that sometimes the response or the lesson is learned over time and maybe not as instant. And that that is something that I've thought about, and it makes me a little nervous because I think sometimes we have to be patient in, in learning and establishing these foundations. And that can be scary sometimes. And I think, man, my responsibility to teach my son that he has to be patient is is daunting to me because I'm I'm pretty impatient. Sometimes I feel like my belief or my hope struggles a little bit in those moments where I'm in the midst of a lesson that I'm being taught or something that I'm learning that takes a little more time than I want it to it is scary to me sometimes. Well, the great thing about trying to teach our kids to establish the foundation of faith is is in that process ours is strengthened i yeah. think of a uh, one of my children we had gone up to our little family cabin and my wife uh, we were homeschooling at the time and 
And so everything was a lesson. And so she had uh, prepared this uh, scripture she wanted everyone to learn. And if they once they memorized it, we memorize things all the time. We memorize uh, quotes and poems and, and inspired writings of the Constitution. Our kids have memorized many great things. They, they all have a talent for it. Well, but some have a greater talent than others. And so she goes up and she, and she's bought these big candy bars. So when they have passed it off, they get this great treat. Well, they're all scrambling to pass it off and it kind of turns into a frenzy. And as, as we finish up, we had our, our third son. It's one of the older kids and he couldn't get it. He just couldn't get the words. It wasn't his talent memorizing words and, and he tried multiple times and he just got upset and kind of, I just said, well, when we go home later tonight, you can still work on it. And it's not like there's a time limit. Mm-hmm. But he was really upset. I think he was embarrassed. And, of course, everyone else is enjoying their treat. And he did not get one. And that night, um, he comes downstairs. And he's like, all right, I'm ready. And he tried again and again and still could not quite get it. And to my wife's credit, she's like, no, you know, the 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 bar is here. You you say it word for word. and and so I went up uh, stairs. He was really upset then, and he was, uh, you know, in tears. And and I went upstairs with him, and I just said, you know, I said you worked super hard on this, and some things come easy. I mean, he's he's so talented in so many ways, but this just wasn't his strength. Where some of his younger siblings were stronger. And I said, you know, do you think that this is a good thing to learn? And he's like, I don't know. I guess. And I said, do you think Heavenly Father? likes that you're learning this scripture i said yeah i said well do you think he would help you learn this scripture and was like i don't know and i said well why don't we just say a prayer and ask him and and i talked about some of my experiences in school i didn't do well in school when i was younger but i found great help in going to god before a class and saying help me learn these things and these principles so he uh he says his prayer i said why don't you read it one more time goes to sleep and I said just don't worry about it so he goes to sleep uh, next morning he comes downstairs passes it off I mean he just the anxiety the fear all those things had left he got he woke up he read it twice and then he was able to pass it and of course we connected him asking what, what changed well I asked and I, I was helped but in the meantime <laughs> From the time he said the prayer and he went to bed exhausted, you know, I went to bed praying, oh, please yeah. help him. Because because what was I going to say the next morning if it didn't, if he still continued to struggle, yeah. you know. And that's where our faith, I guess the point of that story is that's where our faith can be tested and strengthened as well. And, uh, of course, I was grateful in that instance the blessing he required came to him. Yeah, and I think my hope is... I know there's going to be a time where there are lessons or experiences that my kids just have to go through. Sometimes as my as a father, my tendency or my instinct is to, I jokingly sometimes call myself a helicopter parent because with my oldest son, it started out of necessity with his medical needs. We had to do our best to keep him safe from any a number of things that could, could make him really sick. And I, that instinct kind of was instilled in me and and so, you know, when he's struggling with school, I want to fix things. I'm a fixer and I want to fix things. I think dads are in general. And, and that's hard. And you mentioned this and we, as we were pre- preparing for this podcast. And I want to, I do want to touch on it because it is, I think it is a big part of this. 
are those experiences that do make us stronger. I remember teaching my son to ride a bike and, and watching him, knowing he was going to crash. And I was in a position where I could have stopped it from happening, and I didn't. And the thought in my mind was, this is a lesson. This is a lesson that he needs to learn. And I think, you know, you can think a million thoughts a minute, and I just thought, man, what kind of parent says, my son's going to crash his bike, but it's a lesson he needs to learn. I thought, man, what kind of dad am I? (laughs) And the interesting thing is when he crashed, which he did, the first thing he said is he turned to me and he said, Dad, you made me crash. (laughs) And I think if he could have articulated it differently, you know, if he was, if he could have seen it through my eyes, he would have said, you allowed me to crash, which I did, which was the truth. But the, the real truth, and we've talked about truth a lot on this podcast, was that from that moment on, my son was a better was, was a better bicycle rider than he'd ever been before. And it was a tough lesson for him to learn. And the, the thing that made him crash was he was watching his pedals instead of watching the road ahead of him. And I'd had that conversation with him multiple times before. It was ultimately the rough experience that had the rough consequence that taught him the lesson that made him an expert. He's, I'd say for a kid his age, he's a pretty darn good bicycle bike rider. And, and I credit, a big credit to that was that crash that one day where I could have stopped it, but I didn't. And I think that's a good preparation for life. Uh, I think about trials and experiences that I have gone through that have brought me closer to God, that have brought me closer to my wife. And, and if we talk about our higher power as this all-powerful being that can do anything, he could have stopped those things from happening in my life. But then I think, what, how different would my life be? How different would my foundation be? Nothing bad ever happened to me or nothing ever happened to me that was a struggle. And I think, uh, in the moment, you're not maybe filled with gratitude, but when you have a chance to look back, if I were to explain that bike riding experience that crashed to my son, and said, hey, that, that really taught you to look ahead and said, look, your pedals didn't it. He would probably agree with me if he even remembered it at all. But I think that's the way our lives, our lives work sometimes. And our lives work sometimes is by establishing that foundation. Sometimes we feel like people that are supposed to be supporting us or helping us have stepped back and allowed us to learn a tough lesson. Kind of like what Grayson talked about a, a couple weeks ago when we talked to him. It was just, Learning the tough lesson is what ultimately strengthens us. But that's scary. It's scary as a father to say, I've got to let my son learn these tough lessons. My kids learn these tough lessons. But I'm convinced sometimes the right opportunity and hope that I have prepared him well enough to to be able to rely on that foundation. Why? Well, you know, there's some great analogies even in that, that lesson, right, of looking, looking down yeah. instead of looking ahead. But what I think about is the, is, cause that's about perspective, right? Where are we, where are we looking? One, one thing about fatherhood that I never expected, cause I never experienced it. Cause I, I mean, in your example, you can see this principle, right? Like letting my son fall was the best teacher for him. I had told him multiple times, but that wasn't teaching him. Experience is a great yeah. teacher. And I think that is a truth, right? Experience is a great teacher. Hence, why does God let things happen? Well, a lot of times it's for our experience and our good. But I remember one time in particular when me and my one of my children were having a 
a disagreement, a heated disagreement, and they were kind of stomping upstairs. And as I'm looking upstairs, I'm like, your life would sure be a lot easier if you just listened to me. <laughs> and in that very instant, as I'm looking up and pointing towards them, and they're, of course, just stomping away, uh, as clear as could be, came the Spirit saying, oh, really? <laughs> Do you think your life would be a lot better if you listened to me? Of course, this is God you know, saying the same thing to me. And I thought, how many times could Heavenly Father have said that to me in my life? Millions, millions of times. And, uh, and it's true. Our lives would be easier if we just listened to Him. But sometimes we don't. And that's where experience can be a great teacher. And good for you to be a, a parent willing to let your child fall a little bit to learn an important lesson. And, you know, in, in hindsight, he'll look back and, and of course, would be grateful that he learned that. Learned to be a good bike rider because it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Bike. And I hope that's what he thinks about me. And I just, but again, just like we talked about in the last episode, I think, you know, this ties together well with, with truth and with understanding that we sometimes do have to struggle. This is my current struggle that I'm in is helping my kids and they, appreciate the opportunity to talk to you about it because this is how this podcast started is us talking with each other about our struggles and oftentimes me seeking advice from you uh, i appreciate your input and i'm looking forward to implementing some of these ideas with my kids and helping them well it's always always a benefit to me as as we talk about these things uh, again, it's the questions you're posing that I makes me stop and think, well, that's a great question. How do I feel about that? And somehow as, somehow together as we chat about these things, I'm, I'm learning these lessons and, and understanding them. And certainly they're helping me become a better father. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we have this chance. I'd just like to thank everyone for listening. I appreciate you taking some time with us today and invite you to share these things with others and to subscribe to our podcast so we can help other people learn more about joys of fatherhood and a struggle we're all in together. Thank you. We are so glad you could join in on the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous, Intentional Parenting. You can find us on all the best podcast sites. Please subscribe and share. And be a part of the conversation by sharing your ideas, posing questions, and making suggestions. Drop us a line at fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. That's one word, fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. This segment was recorded and engineered by Jim Fugate. The music for this podcast was provided by thepodcasthost.com and Alitu, the podcast maker. Find your own free music over at thepodcasthost.com slash free music.